We have a very informative episode for you today. We are talking about how Social Security is taxed, or is it taxable at all? Uh, it's a it's a complicated part of the tax code, and for that reason, we're bringing on one of our own in our office. Her name is Taylor Wolverton. Uh, she is one of our lead tax strategists. She's also an enrolled agent, which if you don't know what that is, we have a whole episode about the difference between an enrolled agent and a CPA, but ultimately, we're trying to educate on is your Social Security taxable and how does this all work? And let me just tell you this, that I say this on a lot of episodes, but this one even more so. Uh, we go through a lot of numbers. And this is going to sound overwhelming. Don't let it overwhelm you. We have a whole blog written on this. You can go to pomwealth.net, go to the blog page, and you will have all of the numbers in our scenarios and all the math that uh, Taylor walks through. This is a, a real live conversation between Merce, myself, and Taylor. So we actually work through a whole scenario and uh, we interact in that way. So it's not, it's, it's very, very good if you're trying to understand Social Security taxation. Uh, also, if you decided, hey, I would like to get a little, I got some questions about my specific situation, go to the website, top right-hand corner, click on schedule call. Our schedule comes up. You can schedule that 15-minute call. We'd be glad to chat with you about your specific situation. But before we get into this episode, we have a very quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stancil and Merce Tariq. Welcome to Secure Your Retirement Podcast. Today, we are excited to talk about Social Security. You might think, why are we excited to talk about Social Security? Well, we're going to actually double it up and say Social Security and taxes. That's even more exciting. But the most exciting part is that we have a guest with us today. And it is our very own uh, Taylor Wolverton, who is our lead tax strategist in, in, uh, in our office and also an enrolled agent. Uh, which means that she's really focused on taxation, individual for us, individual tax returns. Um, so thank you very much, Taylor, for hanging out with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So what we wanted to do is, you know, we get a lot of questions from our clients and basically it's around this idea is they're getting, sometimes they're getting ready for social security and they go, how, how does that work? How does, how does it get taxed? And then sometimes they might've already st started social security and they still don't understand how they get taxed on social security. And the government has done a really nice job of not making this super simple. Uh, and they give us all kinds of different percentage percentages. So what we thought we would do is just kind of take through the uh, scenario here of saying, okay, um, first of all, there's some different things that we got to think about uh, in the, in the setup of taxes. We've got single We've got married filing jointly, and then we even have some folks that are married filing separately. 
I don't think we'll spend a ton of time on that one this year. I mean, on this episode, let's just really kind of focus between the, the single filing single and then married filing jointly. Cause I think it's kind of rare to, you're married and filing separate, but it does occur. So mm -hmm. can you kind of set this up for us and kind of help us to understand, first of all, let's just take the single person and helps us to understand how they need to think about what's coming in from social security and how they would think about it with other money that they've got coming in as well. Yes. So the amount of your social security that is reported on your tax return as taxable depends on what your other sources of income are. So the more income you have from other sources, the more of your social security that's going to be taxable. So the other sources of income that are going to affect your social security taxability comes from your adjusted gross income, plus any non-taxable interest that you have, and then half of what your total social security benefits are for the year. And your adjusted gross income comes from all of your other sources of income. It includes any interest that you have from like savings accounts, any dividends that you have from brokerage accounts or stocks that you're holding, any distributions that you're taking from your IRA or other investment and savings accounts. So any type of income really that you have on your tax return that's reported as taxable is going to be taken into consideration when we're adding up your AGI or your adjusted gross income. Then if you have non-taxable interest, usually that comes from holding like municipal bonds. If you have those as part of your portfolio, those have interest. The interest is usually not taxable, but for determining your social security, that gets added into the equation. So, and then again, half of your social security benefits. So that's really where the determination comes from is what that number is. And we'll refer to that as your combined income amount. So that was a mouthful. Hey, yeah. can, can we like get, let's break yeah, it down maybe and kind of give an example of, of a scenario, like an easy one? Yeah. So you can already see that trying to figure out what Social Security is and how it's going to be taxed. And it's already it can make your mind spin a little bit. And we'll, we'll get the comment all the time from clients that say, wait a second. So I paid into Social Security all my life. Right. And everyone's got their opinions about Social Security. But now you're telling me that I'm also going to have to pay taxes on it if I make a certain amount of income. And Social Security is not going to cover all my retirement income. So yeah, I need other income to to live a nice, comfortable retirement. So but you're going to tax me on it for how much I make. Um, so, you know, if, if it, I don't I don't know a great way to set up a good example. But well, I was going to say we we actually had planned how we we're going to do this. I think we could go right over here and then we can come back and let's just kind of go through that example. Because, I mean, what she just said, I think we need in order to do that. Let's just kind of take us through this example here. So so let's do this, Taylor. Let's say someone's mm -hmm. got um, income, other income, right? So that could be their AGI of around 75000 And let's talk about Bob and Jane. So Bob is going to get $3,000 a month of Social Security. And Jane is also going to get, just to make it easy, $3,000 a month of Social Security. So you got 75 coming in from outside sources. You got six coming in from Social Security. And and so walk us through, uh, first of all, how do you get to what the combined income is and then how that starts to get taxed? Yeah, so if we're saying there are other sources of income is $75,000, then that would be probably the AGI part of the equation. So the first part, and then we're adding in any tax-exempt interest that they have, which in this example, they don't have any. And then we're adding back in half of their social security benefits. 
So in this example, wait, are we saying $3,000 a month or are we saying a year? A month, yes. Okay. So, and we were looking at it annually. So one second, I have to get my calculator to make this a legitimate you know, example. Yeah. But. So, yeah. So to kind of set this up uh, as she's kind of looking at the calculator here, because this is... We're, we're doing like a live, a live uh, scenario here. So what we're mm -hmm. saying is just to repeat that they've got $3,000 a month coming in each total of six, half of that now is going to get counted as a part of the number. So now we're going to get like yeah. a true adjusted gross income. Yes. Okay. So if there's two people, they're both getting $3,000 a month in social security annually, that's $72,000. So half of that amount is $36,000. So that's what we're adding back to their other sources of income, which is a 75. So $36,000 of social security benefits plus $75,000 of other sources of income. We're looking at a total of $110,000 for determining how much of their social security is going to be taxable. So then it gets a a little more complicated from there. There's some thresholds. Do you want me to go into that? Yeah, let's just right jump now. right in there. Okay, cool. So, and this part does depend on your tax filing status. So this example, these people are married. This is a couple. So we're assuming they're married filing jointly. That's their tax filing status. And so if your income, and there's some numbers, so I'll try to talk slow, say with us, but if their income is between $32,000 and $44,000, half of their total social security benefits will be taxable. If their income is more than the upper range of $44,000, then up to 85% of their social security benefits will be taxable. So in our example, where their combined income is $111,000, they're far above the upper range of $44,000. So 85% of their social security benefits will be taxable. So for them where they have $72,000 a year in social security, 85% of that is $61,200. So that's what will be reported on their tax return as being taxable for social security. So I got a question on that real quick. I'm sorry. Go I just my, my brain. So you know how back there in the very beginning, you took half of the social security and added that to um, the math. So right. are you saying that now that we do that 85% goes up there or, and we just adjust that number now? So when you add back half of the social security to the combined income amount, that's what determines which range you're falling into, whether it's 50% of your social security being taxable or 85% of your social security being taxable. Yes. So then, so to say it back, 75,000 is, let's just assume they're AGI. They don't have non-taxable okay. interest. We've just determined that 85% of their social security is going to be taxable. What was that number that you said? 85 of the 76,000? It's $61,000 or so. Yeah. So mm -hmm. their total annual social security benefit is 76,000 a year, but they mm -hmm. hit this threshold above 44,000. So Seven, uh, 61,000 is going to be added to their overall income. So you take 75 yes. plus roughly the 61 and that is their, their, their taxable income. Is that right? Yeah. So like 137 or whatever that number comes out to. Mm -hmm. 
Again, by the way, if your brain right now is blowing up, I just I, I have to always remind people when we do episodes like this that we do have a blog on the on our blog page that'll have all of these numbers. It'll have all of these scenarios here so that you can kind of go read through it and make sure that we uh, you understand it as well. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. All right. So that's our thresholds. That's a, an example there of, of married. So if a person is single, we don't have to go through the whole mm -hmm. scenario, but could you just say, okay, we just told about the thresholds 32 to 44. Oh, but I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to, before we go to single, what if it's below 32,000? Because we just said 32,000 to 44,000. What if we did this math and the person just happens that they're below 32,000? Yeah, so it's actually possible for some people that have low income in other areas that none of their social security will be taxable at all. And it's kind of, it's a little more complex. We're simplifying it a little bit, which I think is good for purposes of an episode that you're listening to or this video that you're watching. But it's kind of a, a more of like a sliding scale and it kind of depends on how much of your income is below or above these thresholds of 32,000 or the 44,000. So it's kind of on a sliding scale. So it's possible that none of your social security could be taxable. It's also possible that 10% of your social security could be taxable. I'm just throwing out random numbers, but the most it will ever be taxed at is 85% or the most that will be taxable. Let me say it in a better way. The most that will be taxable is 85%. So it could be anywhere between zero to 85% based on your income. These are just kind of starting points to say, if you're in this range, it's likely to be around 50%. If you're in this range, it's likely to be up to 85%. But yeah, if you're below the $32,000, you're married filing jointly, it is possible that none of your social security is taxable at all. Okay. So then let's just hit on real quickly, the difference of what that range is from married filing jointly. And then if someone okay. is filing single, cause it, there is a difference there in the tax code in general, but also how the, the ranges for social security being taxed. Yes. Okay. So if you are single and that's your tax filing status or head of household or whatever, um, similar statuses like that, then the ranges do change slightly. So now Instead of where we were with married filing jointly, the range being 32,000 to 44,000. If you're single, it's actually 25,000 to 34,000. So if your income is between that range, 25,000 to 34,000, then up to 50% of your benefits will be taxable. If your income is above the $34,000 range, that's when 80, up to 85% of your social security benefits will be taxable. Okay. So, and I think all these things, I know that what we've been talking about thus far is dealing on the federal side of our taxable scenario. Yes. Does it, how does it vary depending upon on the state side? And I know that states may do it differently, but so let's don't talk about yeah. every state, but just kind of give us an idea about like how a state looks at it versus how federal looks at it. 
Yeah, that's good because I don't know how every state looks at it, but <laughs> it's true. Every state taxes Social Security a little bit differently. Some may follow the same rules as federal taxation. Some some states don't tax Social Security at all. So the state that most of our clients reside in that we're looking at, North Carolina, does not tax Social Security benefits at all. So for people that live in North Carolina, they only have to worry about federal taxes on their Social Security. They're not paying any state taxes at all on those benefits. So you, you've been running a lot of our tax strategy meetings with clients to help mm-hmm. them get projections on what this year is looking like, help them think through and make sure they're not surprised and also coming up with strategies. So in your own words, I guess, tell us how important it is to understand how Social Security is taxed when we're looking at it from a strategy perspective or an advisory type of perspective. Yeah, well, it's definitely going to affect how much you pay this year and every year going forward in taxes. and. I mean, I think it's important for everyone to understand what their sources of income are, how much they're paying in taxes. For a lot of people, it's one of the biggest expenses that they have is taxes. So I would say you want to be able to understand what your social security benefits are, how those are being taxed, how that's going to affect your tax liability for this year, making sure that if you need to withhold taxes on your social security, that you have that set up properly or that you're withholding from other places so that you're not surprised by the time you do file your tax return and maybe you have a large tax liability that you were not expecting or are not prepared for. That's what we want to prevent from happening. So, Yeah. And on top of that, I've got a pretty specific example of a a client that I was working with and um, uh, she turned on social security, not fully realizing what that would do to their overall taxation Mm -hmm. scenario. And one of her goals uh, is to leave a legacy behind and a, a tax-free type of legacy behind, uh, which is really doing Roth conversions over time. And so she decided, and I'm not saying this is for everyone, but she decided, let me, let me, in all essence, stop my Social Security. Let me pay it back as if it never happened, because now I know it is going to affect my taxes, which therein it affects my ability to maximize Roth conversions. And she said, I'm going to turn off Social Security for now. We're going to focus for the next few years on Roth conversions, and then I'll turn it back on. The and in in her mind, it's all about how you shape some things and why you do the you know why we make the decisions we make. You got to go back to the goal. The goal of hers is to leave a tax free legacy behind. So to to optimize that, reducing income so that we can, in all essence, add income back in a Roth conversion type of strategy, it was very important to her. Again, that's not going to be for everyone, but it it's. It's just a a, a, look, um, a look into how we are thinking about certain goals that people have and how can we make this happen without overpaying in certain scenarios and stuff like that. And also, the benefit here is that her Social Security is going to continue to grow, and then she'll do the have her Roth conversion strategy and then have a higher Social Security down the road as well. So it's some of this is just all about knowing how certain things work when it comes to retirement. Yeah, you know, thing, and I would say... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. I was going to say... I think that's a benefit to working with an advisor is taking the long-term perspective because I think someone listening to this podcast could start to wonder, I think it's a logical question to ask, well, how do I keep my social security income from being 85% of it from being taxable? And like, what do I need to do? How do I control my other sources of income? But what I would say is to take the long-term perspective and to think about what are your goals? Do you want to leave a legacy? And ultimately what we want for our clients is for them to pay the lowest amount of taxes over their lifetime 
not only the lowest amount of taxes that they can pay this year. So it might make sense in scenarios like the one that Mercy were just talking about to actually intentionally pay more taxes, whether Social Security is part of that equation or not. Like in that example, it wasn't. But it might make sense to pay more taxes this year so that you can limit the amount of taxes you're paying in the future and to have that long-term perspective to look at what taxes am I paying over my entire lifetime, not just in 2023. Yeah, great. So one of the things, too, that, um, you know, as we were prepping for this, and I think it's just a really good thing because so people can visualize it. If a person's trying to figure out where do they even locate this on their tax return, uh, where where would you find your Social Security item on there? Because Sometimes you, you see that page with all those lines on mm -hmm. it. It's like, what am I looking at? Yeah, tax returns are not always the easiest thing to navigate. So yeah, I think everyone listening, if you have social security benefits, pull out your most recent tax return, find the 1040, usually it's the first page, and look at line 6A on your form 1040. That will tell you how much social security benefits you had on that for that year for whatever tax return you're looking at is 2022. Then how much social security benefits you add in 2022. And then if you look to the right of that line labeled as 6B, that will tell you how much of your social security benefits were actually taxable. So if the amount in 6B should be lower than the amount in 6A because not all of your social security benefits are gonna be taxable, but yeah, definitely look at your tax return and see what your situation is. Well, if there's any doubt in anybody's mind that uh, Taylor knows uh, and understands taxes, uh, you probably <laughs> now know, yes, absolutely she does. And that's what uh, that's why we love having uh, Taylor on our team. But thank you very much, Taylor. Um, and I'll just say this again, whoever's listening, uh, don't forget to go to the website. You'll be able to get a whole blog written on this. All these numbers will be laid out for you so you don't have to um, sit there and take a bunch of notes and get those numbers mixed up. But thank you again very much, uh, Taylor. We appreciated it. Yeah, thank you. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.